Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. folks we are continuing the new investor series we have the one and only ashley with us this morning how you doing ashley oh doing good now that we finally got connected (laughs) (laughs) yeah technology challenges to start us off uh but ashley uh you were just telling me you know just a quick introduction why don't don't you go ahead and uh just just tell us a little bit about who you are and how you got started Yeah, well, no, I was just first saying thank you so much for having me on. Uh, I was saying, you know, as you start the real estate world and get into the world of podcasting and looking everything up, of course, you know, I I started in the land of bigger pockets, but it was just, it was really exciting because, you know, you get suggestions and you kind of look through. And then uh, once I came across your channel, uh, it just really aligned with uh, kind of what my husband and I are doing and just our views, our thoughts about real estate investing. So I just want to say a huge uh, thank you to you and everybody that you really have on because it just, um, I, I don't know, I've learned so much. And then also to kind of hear other people that align with what you're trying to do. It's just, it's really helpful, especially when I don't have a huge network of people that are really doing this, my friends are kind of like, you're crazy. What are you doing at their <laughs> house? Like, what are you, you doing? <laughs> yeah. The one rental at a time community we're building is uh, it's pretty special. Um, very, very positive, very kind of um, we help each other. We support each right. other. So it's, it, it is definitely fun to watch from afar. So uh, I'm I'm glad you're a part of it. And you also said, yeah, I want to tell my story. So, uh, yeah, Ashley, yeah. Sorry, what is that? Best okay. way to put my phone here. Sorry. As I'm like, I wasn't planning to talk on my phone today. So sorry about that. Um, okay. but yeah, yeah, no. Uh, so if I think back, it's like, you know, where, where do you, where's the starting point for a real estate journey? Really? You know, do you say, okay, you know, as I was growing up, I kind of saw what my parents did wealth wise. And, you know, when do I make the pivot of, you know, with my own family and what what we want to do. But I would say the initial kickstart love of real estate wasn't necessarily from an investor standpoint. Um, when I was right after the crash that happened, you know, the, the real crash, I know everybody's talking always like, when's the crash coming? And I love you guys. Cause I'm so much more of a positive, like there's always deals to be found moves to be made, but, uh, um, but yeah, so I, uh, I actually bought a beach house when I was 23 at acre property, oh. all the real estate agents I talked to thought I was crazy. And I, I had before understanding what a buy box was, I created a buy box this is what it has to be. This is how it has to look. And, you know, people, and I also had a price point, Uh, you know, being in your twenties, you're pretty price sensitive, right? Yeah. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I ended up finding the beach house. I wanted 275, bought it and lived there for seven years. So that was my first house hack. 
Um, wow. And then my husband and I met. Of course, I'm. I say that you know he married up because I came with a <laughs> with a nice little beach <laughs> you, house. You, you had a little <laughs> asset with you. Yes, yes, yes. Right, right. No, I'm totally kidding. We've actually known each other since first and second grade, so it was oh, kind of wow. a reconnection for us. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Very then cool. we we did the the marriage thing. You know, we got married, had the baby. We need to get out of this house. So then we you know, do like a lot of people, we kind of overstretched and maybe bought our forever home. Mm. And ironically enough, you know, still had a buy box, wanted a view because I looked, um, but we bought that one with the ADU in it. Oh, and, you know, thinking it's our forever home, we'll, uh, you know, one day when our kids get older, we'll, uh, you know, rent out or not rent out, we'll have them, you know, the kids downstairs in the basement separate. (laughs) But yeah, and then the pandemic hit and I had a friend, she was trying to move her mom uh, up here because she just had a second baby. And, you know, everything was hard during that time. Like, let's be real. So try moving during that time, you know, as a, a, you know, 70 year old woman um, to come with family. And so she just put it out there. Does anybody have some space and things like that? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And she was like, oh, you know, I know it's a burden, so she'll pay a little bit, whatever you guys want. And so that was when a huge light bulb went off for my husband and I. And I was, you know, we closed off the downstairs. We drywalled it off. It was already permitted ADU because the people who owned it prior had um, had their mother living down there. Mm. And it was just it was such a game changer for me. I was like, wow, you can get a check every month. <laughs> like. And it just comes, you know, I had no idea what we were doing. It was, wow, yeah, people thought we were crazy, but yeah. that was the, that was how it started. All right. So, uh, I love the beach story. You, you, what, what is that beach house today is not two seventy five. I'm guessing it's no, we, we, so that's, you know, yours, like, what's your biggest like regret? I wish at that point I understood, you know, like, how creative you can get with financing and that I could have refinanced it, pulled the money out and then bought the bigger house with that and kept it maybe as not really into Airbnbs, but I think that one would have been a cool one. Yeah, um, for sure. yeah. But, you know, I didn't really understand, but right now it's like in the eights, but we looked at, um, it, it had a septic. So one mm. of the other things I learned, <laughs> this is how new I was. I bought the house and then two weeks later had to, redo a whole septic because oh. the prior owner put a driveway right. over the drain field yeah, yeah don't do that don't do that that's bad yeah that's bad that's bad yeah that's yeah there was a lot <laughs> of learning for me early in my real <laughs> estate journey to say the least yeah that's that's expensive and stinky yeah that's yeah that's not good, that's not good. all right yeah you so, buy uh, a new house and then you have to get a porty potty brought to your house after <laughs> <laughs> What am I doing? What am I doing? Right. Oh, yeah, goodness. exactly. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I guess yeah. Let's talk about this, right? You're you're uh, a young adult at the time. You got the you got the beach house. Then this issue happens. How do you not just crumble? Because that's all new, all expensive. How do you? Because you're clearly positive, positive person. I can see that already. Oh, <laughs> but but I'm sure at that moment you're like. What the heck? You probably you haven't even made your first mortgage payment yet. You've got to right. get a porta potty. Yeah, you know, I think it's something that I have really learned even more so, even with having children and and everything is like 
kind of even what you guys focus on. It's more like your sy systems and beliefs. Like, I think mm -hmm. if you really want to start the real estate journey, it will show your weaknesses. It will show when you get a bad tenant, when you get something that breaks, when something doesn't go your way, you know, you could just crumble and mm -hmm. say, you know what, this isn't for me. I, I made a mistake. Or you could be like, you know what? I really think like when it's not a fail, you know, like when you yeah. lose, it's like you either win or you learn. So you're either, you know, get, like great, get a great property or you learn that maybe I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's not so good. Yeah, yeah I like, like I probably will not buy a house with a septic again. I mean, yeah, that's, I, uh, I won't I, say I, never, but. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's one of my, I really don't want to unless it's a crazy deal criteria. Right. Yeah, I agree. I I, I had one. Oh, big problems. Uh, So, Are okay, you so you. You buy oh, the big sorry. house. You it's okay. You buy the big house. You got an ADU. You start getting this check from your friend's mom. Yeah. What happens next? So then, uh, you know, shoot, it was just very temporary. We we wrote a lease. I literally googled online like a lease. You know, I mean, obviously, it was a friend I trusted. But in the same yeah. standpoint, you know, legality wise, like I, yep. you know, I didn't want to expose risk to myself or this individual who's coming. So, yep. you know, I would say, even if you think you're going to do something with a friend, like, or anything like Elise, Elise, Elise all day, I don't even care Amen. if it's family, <laughs> like probably shouldn't do it with family, but you know, um, so I yeah, agree. we, we did the lease and, um, then she moved out and, Kind of the unique thing is the house that we bought, um, we bought it around seven, I think it was 785. And at that time, mm. I was doubling my monthly payment. I was going mm. from like a $2,000 a month to four. And my husband and I, we had great jobs, but it was kind of like, I also think I, um, I was like, what, what are we doing? Like, we're, we're, you know, like making it harder for us to live like every day, you know? Yeah. And yeah then, you you got to work. You got to work. Right, right. It's kind yeah. of like getting stuck in that cycle of like, I'll never break free because if I'm always increasing my debt when I, you know, bad debt, I guess, you know, and, uh, and not increasing my income alongside of that, then what are, what are we doing? And so, yeah. but you know, of course, like society, you have the baby, you have the big wedding, you have all the, you know, these things that really aren't true. They're decisions that we can make. And, but anyways, so I, yeah. I talked to my husband, we decided we were like, let's live in the downstairs, remodel the top stairs, and then okay. we'll rent out the basement. And then um, it will kind of offset our remodel as well. And so then we did that. And then, you know, as we we're going through the pandemic and everything, I, I had my second baby. And mm -hmm. I was like, I think I could do this. Like I could handle the rent side, you build homes. So you understand like the maintenance side, mm -hmm. we could do this, you know? And so then we bought our first, um, I guess, single family. Okay. Uh, and, you know, we bought that. And of course I'm an analyst by nature. So that was the hardest thing, <laughs> you know, mm. it was the first time trying to buy something with actually like running numbers. And, right. you know, that was, that was different for sure. So this was your first purposeful rental. Right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And and where was that again? What city was that in? Uh, Tacoma. So we live in Tacoma, Washington. And we bought all of our houses like within, you know, I, 
I have looked at out of state, but for me, and I think the initial part of our journey is I really wanted to learn it, um, yeah. you know, like self-manage everything and probably to my own detriment sometimes. I, you know, I think I should ask you and maybe talk to you some other time, but it's like, when is it time to say, okay, maybe I need a little help, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Tacoma, yeah. Washington, uh, I don't know the market at all, but I'm guessing it's not cheap. Um, so no. let's talk about that analysis. I mean, that's that's where a lot of people get lost, right? Kind of right. The, the deal spreadsheet. How good? How good is it going to cash flow? How do you mm -hmm. know it's a good versus a great deal? Kind of talk about that. I mean, it sounds like you're an analyst by training, which either could be a good thing or a bad thing, frankly. Uh, I think it's a bad <laughs> thing at some point because you get into the weeds and you can't come back up for air. <laughs> <laughs> I have been there. I mean, I remember the first <laughs> spreadsheet I built, uh, yeah. Ashley. It was multiple tabs. Yeah. Right? It had it had depreciation. <laughs> it had all these things in it. And I'm like, throw that away. Start over. Because it's really simple math. It's, right. it's subtraction, division. Right. For me, it's all about what's the cash on cash, right? Money in, money out. And um, right. that that's what I try to teach people. So why don't you just talk about because I'm guessing you did the same thing I did. You got too deep, too far. And then, mm -hmm. like you said, you had to get up or, or get out of that. So talk about that experience. Yeah. So when we started, you know, it, it's hard to, because you want to make sure you have a good team. And the real estate agent that I was working with at the time um, was more of like a, you buy forever kind of home person, you know, like they're uh, buying, yes. yeah. guiding the people who buy and stay for seven years. I know that that's kind of expanding now with the lock-in effect and everything like that. You know, people are staying in their homes longer, but that was kind of her bread and butter and helping sure. me who's looking for different things, you know, cause they're like appreciation, appreciation, all that, you know, the it always houses always go up here and that's mm -hmm. great. But as you're trying to expand a portfolio, I need to make sure that I cash flow because if I want to yeah. ask, lenders have to see 75% yeah that is covered, you know, yep. <laughs> like by what I'm taking in. So um, I think, you know, that was, that was the hard part. I had to really define what I was looking for myself. And even though I was listening to the expertise on like neighborhoods and right. schools and things like that, I, I realized initially, like I wasn't quite aligning myself with the partnerships to people mm -hmm. who really understand stood what my goals were. So the, the first one was a little rocky, <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. And I think that's an important thing. I think a lot of folks in your situation, get an agent, they know someone, whatever. Friend, I can't tell you friend. how many times, Ashley, I've heard a new investor say, I found the agent, the one <laughs> I'm like, great. You got one. I've got 20. I mean, right. are we are we really having this conversation? And to your point, a lot of agents could be great at their business, mm -hmm. but let's be clear: their business is not helping investors. Their right. business is selling forever homes or first-time right. home buyer homes. So uh, you really got to differentiate. To your point. Yeah, yeah, and I think that was the thing that I just didn't know. It was a family friend, and you know, it was just kind of like, oh, they're great. They're really, they really understand the market. Mm -hmm. But you know, when I started kind of talking about cash flow and everything, they're like, what? You're like, what yeah, <laughs> just like, huh? And then you know, also just even with creative loan structuring and things like that, you know, which has obviously become a really big thing now. But uh, 
you know, if you're trying to save certain money, it, it's just what your goals are. You know, do you want a smaller down payment? And and then that was kind of our next step. We got into house hacking. And yeah. with house hacking, you can get really creative in how you're structuring your deals and, you know, closing costs and different things. Yeah. And so really finding the lenders and the agents that kind of understand your goals. And, and for us in acquisition mode is a lot different than somebody that wants to stay in a house for seven years, you know? Exactly. Exactly. So let's tell them where, where are you and the husband now? What's the portfolio look like today? Yeah. So we started, um, I guess, you know, 2019 was when we bought our accidental, uh, you know, first house hack with the ADU. And now, uh, we have five homes and then four of them have ADUs. And then we have the one that was the initial single family. And that's kind of where we pivoted. I realized, uh, I think, Another tidbit that has just worked for me is getting into this business is not just about money. I truly love our tenants. We have the fabulous tenants and we started house hacking and we've lived in every unit we've had. So we know the house inside and out. We know like, oh, this thing's not, you know, something because these are older homes. Sometimes we try to buy newer, um, Mm -hmm. but, you know, sometimes it's just the, in the neighborhoods we like to be in, they're, they're older homes and yeah. the, the A, B neighborhoods. Uh, but, you know, I, I really think for us is just uh, when I buy a house, I think of, you know what, people are going to get married in this house. People are going to mm-hmm. put up their Christmas trees in their house. They're going to, yep. or whatever, you like celebrate, you know, everybody celebrates Christmas. But they're, you know, I yeah. get a text from a tenant that says, we just got engaged, like, you know, and up in your home and. Things like that, that, you know, I think sometimes us as landlords, maybe we, we forget, we have people that are making yeah. memories and, and really living in here. And I look at them as partners of my wealth building, not just they pay me a check. Oh, that is so awesome. So it seems like a really important part of your journey has obviously been house hacking, living in the units, moving. Uh, you have a couple of kids, I believe you've shared during this yes. episode. Yeah. So that that's a, that's a set, that's a choice. Not everybody will make, right? A lot of people don't like to move. once a year or whatever it is. Um, But it is a choice and something you can do and it helps you build wealth, right? We've had a lot of, um, I would say, uh, constructive judgment. (laughs) Constructive Uh, judgment. You know, um, I I think you've said a few times, like, you know, in the real estate investing uh, journey, you know, you make sacrifice, right? Absolutely. Uh, it's not just like a, whether your sacrifice is, um, you know, I, I think of some of my friends who like to buy nice new clothes and new things, you know, that's just not my, um, you know, it's not that I don't get nice things for my husband and I, we don't go out mm-hmm. to dinners and dates and things, but uh, I think you have to be focused. You have Absolutely. to be willing to make the sacrifices within reason, you know? Yeah. I think, I think, you know, I've shared this a lot, but I think our friends behind our backs made fun of us for 15 years. (laughs) But after 15 years, Ashley, I just pointed the scoreboard. I'm okay. I feel okay. I'm good. Right, right. And, you know, I think um, the interesting thing is, is when we first started, I think people thought we were absolutely crazy. (laughs) Like, why would you be moving with a baby and all this kind of stuff? But then you hear the stories and I think like, people that are living in a flip and like they have their kids uh, and, you know, tag and plays. I'm like, I couldn't quite go to that. Like those yeah, people that, that's deserve nuts. the big like trophy. I'm like, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Ashley, you're amazing. Lots of fun. Love the attitude. Love the energy. 
if somebody wanted to follow you or is there something where we could send them? Um, oh yeah. Yeah. I, I have an Instagram. It's just Ashley McCaffrey. Um, so they can look me up on Instagram, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not really, you know, I don't have a big, huge thing on real estate, mostly my family, but you know, I'm always looking to, I know you kind of say you guys have done some podcasts to go outside of your box and yeah. kind of post your journey and what you're passionate about. And I'm sure you can tell I'm super passionate about this. Absolutely. Well, folks, if you want to see how to do it with kids, make some choices, build wealth, give Ashley McCaffrey a follow. Ashley, you're amazing. Take care. Thanks. You too. Bye. Mm -hmm.